0: You know, sometimes what's also influencing our lives is not only our own thoughts, because at the end of the day, we were in our mother's womb whilst she was being created in our grandmother. So whatever our grandmothers experienced, you know, or our mothers experienced, we experienced, even though we were just an egg and we weren't fertilized yet. So I think, you know, we also forget that that can also influence our thoughts our beliefs our emotions and how we show up and I believe that also influences burnout as well
1: do you want to wake up feeling like you're stepping into who you're meant to be into the best possible version of you what if I told you that the key to your best life health and happiness are all around you you just have to find what works for you I'm Hope Pedraza, and I believe that there isn't just one way to live a healthy and meaningful life, and that all you need is a little inspiration to make changes that last from the inside out. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tips and inspirational interviews to help you on your journey. These are the steps to take to improve your life and live with purpose. This is Hopeful and Wholesome. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Today on the show, I have on Natalie Woodman and Natalie is a medical intuitive channel. She's a body consciousness master. She's a psychic surgeon, and she is trauma-aware master. She has so many credentials to her name, and I know some of you listening right now are like, what is all this woo stuff we're about to talk about? And I will tell you, I loved this conversation. Honestly, this is one of my favorite conversations I've had on here because... It's such an important connection connecting the world of energetics to the world of nutrition and wellness because they are so connected. And I think a huge piece that we miss out on a lot of times in terms of, you know, addressing our wellness concerns, our health concerns is really taking into account that piece of energetics. And that's exactly what we talk about today because really Natalie is going to talk about her work as a medical intuitive and what exactly that means, how she works with her clients and she works with people to really get down to at a cellular level, the trauma in the body, what the trauma is caused from, where she can tell where it's stored in the body and how to release that trauma and and really make a big shift. She has been able to really heal herself of a lot of things. We talk about her healing from burnout, from healing her digestive issues, her nervous system issues, a lot of things that she's experienced in her life. She's able to heal with all of these methods. And it's really You know, we talk. I talk about woo, but it's really not a whole lot of woo about it because there is science connect with this and it really is, it's this holistic perspective that she's taking. So I really think you're going to get a lot out of this episode in terms of really looking at your health differently and looking at your approach to wellness differently. She's got a lot of really good tangible takeaways as always, my guests always do, but I really love this conversation and I can't wait for y'all to meet Natalie. Let's jump in. All right, y'all, let's jump in. I'm here with Natalie Woodman, and we are going to jump into all things. I mean, I don't even really know how to give a good name for this episode just yet. We'll see where the conversation goes. But we have so many things to talk about with your aligned purpose and your divine mission and listening to your body and all of those things. So thanks so much for joining me today, Natalie. Oh, Thank you so much for having me, Hope. It's wonderful to be here with it's, you and all the listeners. Yeah, it's so great to have you. And there's so many things, I like we were talking before we, we recorded, there's so many, I think there's so many directions we could go with this. And so we're just going to let it go where it goes. But to start yeah. out, you have so many, you have such an extensive background in so many different like, you know, energetic fields and spiritual fields and stuff. So I want to kind of give a little explanation to the audience because I I am intrigued as well for you to explain this. So one of the things that you, you are a medical intuitive channel, can you explain what that is? Okay.
0: So I'm a medical intuitive and I work psychically within the body. So as a medical intuitive, I think there are many different types of medical intuitives. And I think it is also aligned to our gifts and our intuition. So each Medical intuitive that we might come across might be different because our gifts are different and therefore you hone your skills in alignment with your gifts. So for me, my definition of medical intuition and how I work is I actually will see things, I will hear things working within the quantum body. And I can also see within the body where certain energy sits, what type of energy is, If there's a core wound that is coming up to be shifted and alchemized, where it is sitting within the body? Is it in an organ? Is it in a bone? Where is it in the body? And so, as a medical intuitive, I work with someone's quantum body, but we work holistically. So, we'll also look at what thoughts might be influencing the current presentation. So, therefore, looking at the mental programming, are there any imprints? Are there any beliefs? that need to be upgraded? And also, is there any ancestral programming and imprints that are also coming into the presentation that someone's wanting to shift? So I look at that. And then, you know, I've already talked about the emotional component. We will look at what emotions are coming up. Is it shame? Is it guilt? Is it anger? Where is that sitting within the body? Is there an abandonment wound? Is there a rejection wound that is ready to be alchemized and to what degree. So then as a medical intuitive, I'll also go in and do psychic surgery where within the quantum body we will go in and I will remove the energy from the quantum body. And I like to involve clients as we work with the body because, you know, it's nice to be in control of what's happening to your body and with your body. And so as we do doing those shifts, I'll usually involve the clients so that they can be actively involved in that because I, I would, you know, I just love that. Yeah, so, yeah. And then also, you know, there is part of where we work on the physical body as well to help all those energetic shifts to be integrated in a way that is going to be easy for the physical body to assimilate and to integrate and so that, that whole embodiment process is more harmonious.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
1: So when you're talking about like alchemizing, you know, emotions or whatever, can you explain what that means for people who've never heard that term before? Sure.
0: So what that means is, okay, let me give you an example. So say, for instance, someone comes and they have, I've picked up that there is a rejection wound. And to give you an example... Say, for instance, I have seen it and it is sitting in the heart and just it's coming off the fly. So then I will go into the quantum heart. I will see where it's sitting. I'll see what is going on with that. And then I will energetically remove it from the heart. And so that's what we mean by alchemize. And there's more than one area within the body that will often get lit up. So I'll see certain So I'll see like, you know, a body and I'll see different areas of the body being lit up and I get directed and guided by source of spirit to go to those areas. And they'll also tell me where to go first, because, you know, invariably what I've, what I love working and I just find this mind blowing, (laughs) you know, the more I do it, you know, just the sheer power of the body to Mm -hmm. yield, to Mm -hmm. shift to transform and also when we work in the in the energetic body we get to do it at the speed of light so the mm-hmm. shifts that we get to see are quick mm-hmm. if someone is in alignment with that speed with right. you know efficiency and the most direct route in mm-hmm. and if someone's ready for it so when it comes to alchemizing it's about, Shifting and clearing what is, to put it in a, an easier way, what is blocking you mm. for, or what you keep hitting up against, you know, energetically or emotionally. Because if you have an emotional wound of rejection, like that might come out in many different areas. You might see that pattern playing out with your partner, with your family, with friends, in the workplace, so sometimes we can see like glimpses of that patterning or, the, you know, in our lives, but in different areas. And so being able to shift and clear that helps us change the frequency of what we are attracting, you know, because at a cellular level within our bodies, we hold the thoughts, the beliefs The experiences, the emotions that we haven't processed, Mm -hmm. that is what's sitting in the body. So, when we are, when, say, for instance, you are really wanting to up level, you're like, oh, I really want to take my business to that next level. But I keep at every turn with everything that I'm putting in place, everything feels like a struggle. Everything feels like I am having to slog. Everything feels like, there's a no at every turn. And no matter how hard you try to get a yes, there's a no. So it's working with the body on an energetic level to see how can we create harmony within your physical, your mental, your emotional, and your spiritual bodies and align those so that the shifts that you're looking for in the physical world, i.e. in your business relationship, in your personal relationship with a loved one or a partner or your relationship with abundance or money, in order for those to shift in a seamless and easier way, working in the energetic body is the way forward. And I can say that because, you know, I've embodied that and I continue to embody that in my own life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and... Yeah, no, it does. Yeah, no, that's super helpful. So if, if you're looking at, so I, and I liked the examples because I was going to ask you and then you gave examples. So that was a good example. So yes. when we're looking at, like you're talking about, you know, these emotions and, you know, thoughts and stuff that haven't been processed. So, you know, our body gives us, you talk about how your body gives you messages, right? Yes. So how, I guess, how are some ways that we can pick up on those messages that the body's sending us? Like, what are we looking for when, Because I know you talked about like a block, right? So that's a good, you know, that's a good way to put it. But what are some examples? How can we get better at listening to the messages that our body is sending us?
0: Okay. So pain is one of the ways that the body will often communicate. And the more disconnected we are from the body, the more pain is the only way we can hear the body. Mm. So it's pain, it's fatigue. It would be because, you know, burnout is one of the ways where we will often push Ourselves yep. as women, and I, and I can speak about this firsthand because I've Same.
1: I've done it as Same. a business yep.
0: owner, mm-hmm. and um, you know I've fully recovered and I've come out the other end. But there are multiple lessons with the body that it will give you through these experiences where we create disease within the body, and so that could be aches and pains, that could be an ailment, that could be a diagnosis, that could be certain symptoms that the body's coming through with. As a way of getting your attention, as a way of going, look, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then if we can come from a place of curiosity, if we can go, ah, okay, what are you trying to tell me? And come from a place of stillness, not from the head trying to think, but dropping into the body to feel and connect with the body. Because we all have wisdom within us. But when we try and think about something, we already disconnected from the Mm -hmm. body. And I think we've been in society, the way we've grown up, many of us have been led to believe that someone else has the message, someone else holds the key, someone else you know, has the secret Mm -hmm. to success. But each of us within our own bodies have the secret. We have the lock and the key. We just need to know how to access it. And how we access it is it by, is by feeling, mm-hmm. by connecting with the body and then listening to what the body has to say. And let me tell you in the beginning, it's going to feel, it's going to feel a bit weird, but also the messages that you're going to receive, you're like, no, that can't be right. Really? You want me to do that? <laughs> and then you're going to question it. You're going to go, right. well, why would you want me to do that? That just doesn't make sense. Because again, we're thinking, you know, linearly. Along the lines of what has worked for other people, we've also think, you know, ah, oh, so-and-so has had success when they did that. So-and-so has mm-hmm. had success when they did that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mine must be, maybe it's a combination of all three. What I've learned in my own life is that the more I work with my own body and the more I guide my clients to do the same, the wisdom that comes through for me, oh, my goodness. And I follow that. Mm-hmm. Things just line up. Things unfold in the most seamless, harmonious,
1: easiest way. Yeah, yeah. When you're working with your body and not against it, right? Because that's what I was going to ask you next. Because so I know you've used this this work that you do to, you know, you you mentioned you healed your burnout, but I know that you've also worked to, you know, with to heal digestive issues and mm-hmm. you know hormone stuff, balancing nervousness and all that. So. I would love to get your thoughts on, because there's like different methods to healing all these things, right? And a lot of times, you know, I guess in society, mission society, I feel like I talk a lot about diet culture in my world, but it's society and diet culture teaches to focus just on the physical aspects, right? But you're working at all these things from like an energetic level. So I would love to get your thoughts on like what you're missing out on when you're only looking at these things from like a physical perspective.
0: Okay. Okay. We're missing out on a lot when we only look at the body physically. And the reason being is that the physical symptom that has been created was first created in the energetic body, right? And or the mental body or the emotional body. And then that has grown, right? To then become a physical symptom, And so if you're only working with the body physically, if you only look at, at the digestive issues, you, you're only looking at, Oh, if I shift my diet, Oh, if I heal my gut. But what I've learned even through my own body is that it doesn't fully heal because you haven't got to the root cause or the root issue of why that symptom, why that diagnosis or that presentation is actually there. And until you address the root cause it's going to stay there to a degree. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And I I feel like, and I, you know, I work with my clients a lot on, you know, stress and the nervous system and all that. And I really feel like that's a huge missing piece because like you're saying, like it's, it all starts from an energetic level and conventional health advice and, you know, medical advice isn't necessarily going to tell you those things. And so, so how do we, I guess, how do we kind of surrender to that for someone who's like coming into this and, you know, this stuff we're talking about could be a little woo for some people. So Absolutely. how can, yeah. So how can people that are kind of, maybe they're frustrated with something that's going on in their body and they've tried all the things, how can they kind of navigate that and kind of take steps to looking at things a little differently, maybe taking that energetic approach that you're talking about?
0: Sure. Okay. So yeah, are some easy things to look at. So if, And we'll link it back to nutrition and health and diet. So I'll give you an example. If you are eating something and you can connect with your body whilst you're eating, you can connect with your body even before you're eating because you can feel into your body as to what state your nervous system is in. When you do that, that is already going to shift how you digest your food. Because if you're stressed, if your body is in a nervous or anxious energetic state, you are tapped into your sympathetic nervous system. In that nervous system, we can't digest. Mm -hmm. So in order to digest your food, in order to assimilate it on the physical level and receive the nutrients that you want, being able to connect with your body, breathe, drop into your body, and then make sure that you are calm as you eat Knowing then that how you digest your food is going to be way more, how much your body absorbs and assimilates is going to be way more. And the more we can connect with the body, even with the nervous system itself, that is already going to help with how you heal, how you digest your food, and also what you take on. And when you're eating, you can be mindful about how you feel. So what you're eating, is it energizing you or is it depleting you, you know, on an energetic level? Like, do you feel energized or do you feel lethargic? Mm -hmm. That is one way your body is also communicating with you and telling you whether what you're eating vibrationally, if that is feeding your body in a way that's in alignment with your body. and. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because even though like I've healed my body, you know, my gut's fully healed, my body doesn't like gluten. It doesn't like dairy. It doesn't like red meat. And that actually makes me feel lethargic, slow. And it means that I can't function to the same degree as when that is excluded from my diet. And so each and every one of us, we have to tune into our bodies and I really want to bring us around to the conversation of food sensitivities, Mm -hmm. you know, because I know that there's the mindset that these are things that are wrong with us, but sometimes those food sensitivities and having worked with so many women, you know, after one uh, psychic session, it's like the energy behind the mindset that, Oh my God, I can't eat all of these things. Mm -hmm. And this is like a catastrophe because That means I'm missing out on so much. That mindset gets shifted for many of the women so that it it, it becomes an energy of harmony. Okay, so my body doesn't like that. So what does my body need? So instead of this push-pull fight with the body, there's this harmony and this peace and this witnessing. It's like, okay, body, what do you need? So that active listening and then feeding the body what it needs because The more we work with the body, the more it can become energized, allowing you to show up in the way that you want to for whatever you want to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also like if you have an ailment or like if you get stomachache after you're eating something, you know, put your hands on your stomach and feel, close your eyes, drop into your body and go, okay, right stomach. So what's going on? Is it a thought that's influencing that pain? It's something that I've just eaten that's influencing that pain? What is it? Because we actually deep down, we actually know the answers. But because we have been guided in society that someone else holds the message, we've disconnected from our own intuition, our own gut intuition and our own gut knowing. And very often certain foods can influence our connection to that. Mm -hmm. Sugar, dairy, Certain presentations within the gut can also influence how we connect to our intuition, our trust and our guidance. So if you have mold, I can pick that up and see that energetically. If you have, if there's a fungus or there's bacteria in the gut, we can pick that up on that as well, knowing that the gut bacteria will also influence what you crave and what you eat. Right. And so the more we can create that balance back to a more harmonious, healthy gut bacteria, the easier it is to stay connected with your truth, with your intuition, knowing that connection is not being influenced.
1: Right. And I love what you said about, because I mean, really, the key is the, the awareness piece is key, right? It's building that awareness. And I love what you said about, you know, listening to your body and like asking your, your stomach, like, okay, was this a thought? Was it the food? Because I think that's an important distinction because people don't really understand. It's, it goes back to what you're saying about like sitting when you're eating, being mindful. People don't understand how much thoughts and emotions affect the bodily processes, right? It's, I mean, there's, yeah, a connection there.
0: Totally. Huge connection.
1: And, you know, I also
0: work with the body consciousness. So I work in someone's Akashic records. And the number of times like I've had, you know, I'll give, I use myself in this example, and then I'll, I'll give you a client example. It's like I've had, you know, if I've, if I've got neck pain or back pain, sometimes we forget that there might be an ancestral imprint. There might be something that we are carrying that at a cellular level that is triggering that pain. And if we only look at it physically, we're like, oh, well, I've got neck pain. Something I did. Did I sleep funny? Did I carry my bag funny? Whereas, You know, in the past, that was the way I thought. Now I'm like, okay, what is happening energetically? Where is this coming from? What's the thought? What's sitting underneath that pain? And my body's communicating me through the pain. And I see this with a number of clients. Like we've been able to shift like back pain, ankle pain, shoulder pain, you know, All of these things within a session. And I've actually seen, like with my own body, as soon as I go in and I work and I shift and I clear and remove something, like headaches, we can do that too. Sometimes headaches is like overthinking, or there's a thought, Mm -hmm. or, you know, there's multiple things that could be influencing that. But again, you know, if we only look at the body physically, we're missing out on this massive, beautiful opportunity where we get to shift a thought, and realign to a belief that is in alignment with, I guess, our new truth, because we're always growing, we're always evolving. And with all our experiences, right, we change. We're different every day, you know, from what we experienced yesterday. And as we integrate that, the person who we become and are becoming is changing. And so, part of that is our thoughts also have to be upgraded as our emotional resilience gets upgraded and as our spiritual development shifts and changes. And if we only look at it physically, then we miss out on all of that.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I, and I, I agree. I think that's is one thing I, I have my clients do and I'm kind of looking at, you know, they're, you know, they do the intake process, but the food journal it's not like a typical food journal where it's like, Oh, just write down everything you ate. But it's like, how did you feel before you ate? How were you mm-hmm. feeling while you ate? What happened? What was happening in your day before you, you know, cause it's taking into account all of those things mm-hmm. and how it affects digestion and how it affects, you know what I mean? It, all of that affects it. And I think that's a huge, I mean, and that goes just back to what you're saying. It's, it's looking at things more than just a physical at a physical level, because there's so many things that affect your health and it's, you know, what's going on in our nervous system and how that's affecting all, you know, the systems in the body. So I know something you work a lot with and in yourself too, you talked about it yeah. before you mentioned it was burnout. And that's like a, I mean, that is like a real thing. And I feel like it's coming up more and more in, you know, the coaching world and stuff because, because people are, I mean, people are burning out and it's, it's a real thing. So I know, you know, you dealt with this on a personal level and you, you work with a lot of women who are dealing with that. So can you speak a little bit to, I guess, first, just kind of the signs, right, that you're, you're heading that direction, sure. you know, before you're like full on, like, I need an intervention kind of thing. And then just kind of some lessons you've learned through working yourself through that. Sure. So
0: some of the signs that you may be burnt out is, or heading towards that is, you may be getting more tired by things that are happening around you, you're... Tolerance levels will also drop as your energy levels drop. You might find that in the morning, you're reaching for a cup of coffee to kind of give you that pick-me-up and that boost because finding that your sleep isn't nourishing or as restorative as it used to be. So you're waking up tired. So you're reaching for that coffee to kind of give you that boost Almost like that launching pad to get you going to start the day. And you might find that you might need caffeine to help you get through the day. Also, you might have that two o'clock, three o'clock slump where, in order to get through the afternoon, you're either reaching for something with sugar and that might be, you know, in whatever form and also caffeine again, because you, again, your body's like, oh my God, I'm flagging. Please give me that boost. If you want me to be able to sit through that meeting, If you want me to be able to show up for that program or whatever you need me to do, I'm going to need a boost. And what I find with a lot of clients, and I find this with my own body was that it needed more food, more frequently in order to keep it going throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And so you might find that you might eat something and then your energy would drop. You might also find that your sensitivity to foods will increase. So, you know, the symptoms will increase as well. So your, your sensitivities to foods will increase. You might have certain things that you find that you can't eat. So that's where the gut, you know, your, your gut health and those things will also come into play and your intolerances will come into play. And around that, you will also find that certain workouts that you were doing before that your body could tolerate, it cannot tolerate now. So, before, if you could go and run, you're like, you'll get exhausted after like five minutes, right? Or you'll go into a gym workout and find that you might need to go and lie down and sleep. And you're like, oh my God, I should not have done that. (laughs) (laughs) And, And quickly, you're going to start to realize that the things that you could do or the way you could push your body, your body's just like, hell no, girl, I can't do this anymore. And so that's when that internal struggle, sort of becomes even bigger because this is where your body's really starting to tell you that something is not right. And the way you've been working, the way you've been showing up, the way you've been serving is not in alignment with your body. And so some of the – let me see if there's anything else around that. And so there's another thing that you may also find that, like how you show up in conversations will also shift. And so you may not be as patient Mm -hmm. because, again, if you don't have the energy to hold space, if your brain is constantly going and you can't be in your body and listen and come from your heart, Mm -hmm. then you're not going to be as patient. So, you know, catch yourself and see if that's happening. Yeah. I,
1: I think I like that too because I think people don't realize that, like, your brain thinking of stuff like takes energy, which requires calories. Like, so like when your mind is constantly on, I mean, that like, actually you're expending a lot of energy. I think people don't understand like your brain requires energy to function. And yeah, I think that's a great point to make about your, you're talking about your thoughts. I think, yeah, I'm glad you said that.
0: Yeah. And then, so some of the lessons, there are so many, so what I learned about burnout is that there are physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and business lessons. Mm. <laughs> There's lessons on all <laughs> levels. <laughs> if we take physically, the physical lesson is with burnout is to work with your body's biorhythm. It's not to work with the societal program of how you should show up, how you should exercise, how you should serve, how you should... Expand your business because again, it's going to be different for each and every one of us. And so, the more you can be in alignment with your body, your body's rhythm, how your body wants to work, the better. That's the first thing. Emotionally, with burnout, there is usually the pattern of being an overgiver, being a people pleaser, and the energy of not enough. So, you will find things that are not enough either you know the way people are doing things is not enough and you'll feel like well I'm there I can do it better and you will take more on so I find with people who have burnt out and I know that I've done this is I ended up taking more on Mm -hmm. and accepting less support yep yeah and you know there's this thought that if I have support it means that you know, I, I can't, I, you know, i You're weak. I mm-hmm. I'm weak, or mm-hmm. it's a vulnerability, yep. or it says something about you as a person yep. mm-hmm. that either you're not enough or you know you're not worthy of allowing the support into your life or receiving it. So it could be any or all of that. And then you know, I find that with the people pleasing and the overgiving, that is what what is happening because. You want the validation. You want to have that feedback that, oh, what you've done is enough. Mm -hmm. You are enough. You are worthy of receiving that validation, that celebration. Yep. And, you know, I'll use myself again. That was one of the patterns that I had. Serving and helping others was the way I received attention and validation. Mm -hmm. And that was something, that was the deep work that I had to work with myself, and I help many women actually do this as well, because we forget that those deep core wounds that if we haven't healed from our childhood influence how we show up as women, that will show up, it will influence how we show up in our relationships, how we show up in our business, how we show up with our clients, all of it. And, you know, from a spiritual perspective, you know, there's so many lessons there. It's allowing myself or, you know, to receive, allowing yourself to have support, you know, it will influence your definition of, I guess, how you see success, how you, your definition of whether things should be easy or whether they should be hard, you know, because I know Mentally, for me, it's like, you know, I had to push, I had to force to get things. And only then did it feel like it, I was worthy of, of having that celebration or receiving that witnessing. And I know that sometimes some of that can be ancestral programming as well that's handed down. And we might not know that. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes what's also influencing our lives is not only our own thoughts. Because at the end of the day, we were in our mother's womb whilst she was being created in our grandmother, right? So whatever our grandmothers experienced, you know, or our mothers experienced, we experienced, even though we were just an egg and we weren't fertilized yet. Mm. So I think, you know, we also forget that that can also influence our thoughts, our beliefs, our emotions, and how we show up. And I believe that also influences burnout as well. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and then there's, you know, our mental programming that I have to do more in order to be more, or, you know, I have to keep striving for what's next. Mm -hmm. You know, what's better? How can I do things better? That programming Is exhausting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that too can also influence burnout. Feeling like we're not doing enough. Feeling like we have to be the ones who have to create the shift and the change for someone. And that, you know, it can't be a co-creation. Together Mm -hmm. that transformation is being facilitated.
1: Those are all great lessons, and I feel like every every one of those that you said, I was like, "Yep, I did that. I did that. I did that." Like it's just like, I mean, it's spot on. It's spot on. And the way that you know, just circling back to how we started the conversation, the way that all that affects, like you know, your digestive system and your nervous system and your heart, you know, every part of your body. I mean, it's all connected.
0: Yeah, and you know, as women, there is so much shame and guilt. And judgment that we internalize. Mm. Mm. Terably a lot of that goes and sits in this in our core. Absolutely. You know, it sits in the gut, it sits in the solar plexus. And all of that is also going to influence your digestion. Yes. It's going to influence your your whole body. Totally. So when we can clear out the shame, the guilt, the judgment, what we've taken on that wasn't asked to take on, that also changes so much, just on the physical level, how we feel in our bodies, how we show up, how energized we feel, how our bodies feel when we eat, after we eat, what our nervous systems feel like. Yeah, for sure.
1: So I like to, you've given a lot of really tangible things in this episode, but I like to leave people with kind of some, you know, tangible takeaways on their journey. So if you were to like, if it's possible for you to narrow things down, for you know a few things that people people that kind of want to dive more into approaching you know their health, their business, their success on a more energetic level. What would be some of the things that you would put an emphasis on in getting started with this work and really learning to kind of tune into that inner wisdom and all that. I believe that for everything that you want to create in your life, be that
0: health, be that vitality, be that freedom, be that success, wealth, and an amazing business, everything starts with your body. And your body is a part of what I call your dream team. So if you want to create you know, the financial success that you want, the wealth that you want, the health, it all starts with your body. And that means looking at your body physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And so... Tangible things that you can do is the more you can connect in with your body, the better. It's like, you know, breathing. Breathing is a beautiful way of getting us to drop back into the body. When you're really stressed, you know, coming into your body, breathing in for three through your nose and then out for five through your mouth. Doing that five to seven times will help to reset your nervous system, will help for you to reset the vagus nerve so that you can tap into the parasympathetic nervous system. Doing that before you eat can shift how you digest alone. Mm. And you know, I love doing it in the bath. I love doing it when I walk. I love doing it in the morning. Like before I hop on a call with someone, I drop into my body because the more connected I am with my body, the more I can communicate from my heart because it's not about... Having an intellectual conversation. It's about connecting with someone at a heart level so that they feel, feel your words rather than just hear your words. Mm, that's such a great point. Yeah. And so there's that, yeah, breathing is is another important thing. And then when you have an ache and a pain, like connecting with your body and like ask that part of your body. It's like, what are you wanting to tell me? What do you want me to know? In this moment and where possible, try not to doubt the messages that you hear. The more you listen and also follow through on the wisdom that your body's sharing with you, no matter how oh weird it might sound, <laughs> mm-hmm. the more you do that, the stronger your connection with your body, the stronger that connection with your intuition is going to become. So that when someone else says, oh, I think this will be good for you. At that moment, the more you connect with your body, you get to discern for yourself. Mm-hmm. Is this true for me? Is this right for me? And let your body say
1: if it's a yes or if it's a no. Yep, I love that because it's not just listening to your intuition, but it's, it's trusting it. And Absolutely. It. I love And that, that trust is only going to come. It's a muscle that we have to develop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Those are perfect. Those are like, yeah, I think that sums everything up. That was perfect. So I do have one last question that I like to ask everybody before you leave. But before I do that, where is the best place people can find out more about you and all of the work that you do and working with you?
0: My website is bynackiewoodman.com. If you want to head there and you can find out how, what I do and, um, a bit more about how I work and a bit more about me. And then if you want to follow me on social media, on Instagram and Facebook, it is by Natalie Woodman. And I have a community, I have a space where if women want to connect and learn more about how to connect with their bodies, then I do go deeper with this conversation in Quantum Leap Lounge, which is my Facebook group. And on my website I do have a free gift. So under the gifts page there is a hard to, there's a trust and connection to your intuition activation and clearing which is really powerful. So it's a 45 minute activation which is free for whoever would like to download it and you can reuse it as many times as you like. And in that activation, there is a clearing for shame, guilt, judgment, and ancestral and fear and ancestral fear so that you can clear that out, making it easier to align and connect with your own intuition and trust.
1: That's perfect. perfect. Thank you. I love that. Of course, I'll put the links to all that in the show notes. That's perfect. What a great, yeah, y'all go download that today when you're listening to this. That's perfect. I love it. Okay, so the last question that I want to ask you is what do you think is the most important thing you can do to live with purpose? Is to connect with your own intuition and guidance
0: and source and allow that to be your compass, allow that to guide you on your steps, knowing that even though you know your purpose, everything is unfolding. We aren't meant to know everything right now. We aren't meant to see the whole roadmap. We're usually given one step at a time. And then we're asked to lean into trust. And so what I found, and the more I, work, I do this work, is that the more we can take aligned action. And what I mean by aligned action is if your body's guiding you and saying, do this, if your intuition and you know the messages from source or universe or the divine or god whoever you are affiliated or whichever word resonates with you the more you follow that wisdom the more everything unfolds in a way that's in alignment with your purpose and the other thing is and this is something that i've experienced is that as you shift as you grow as you evolve your mission and your purpose will also might also evolve right and so you might be asked to play a bigger game and so when your the intuition and the guidance within you is asking you to shift to change direction when you lean into that amazing things happen and the more you trust yourself your guidance your intuition and the divine you don't need anyone else's advice. You don't need anyone else's direction because it's in alignment with you. It's in alignment with your body and what's right for you. So your way will be shown.
1: I love that. So perfect. Thank you so much for that. And what great advice to end with and connecting with, you know, that inner voice and that intuition. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Natalie. This is so insightful and informative. And I feel like, I mean, just listening to this episode will really help people make some serious shifts in their life and connecting with themselves on a more energetic level. So thank you for sharing all of your wisdom and your insight and experience.'s it's been it's been really great.
0: Thank you for having me. and you know I really hope there's at least one thing that or you know that helps each individual have an aha moment or that, Creates a perspective shift or a new awareness that helps you connect with your body at a deeper level. Because that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Yes. So thank you. Thank
1: you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Hopeful and Wholesome, y'all. If you found value in this week's episode, please subscribe on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a review to let me know what you thought. I love to know what you find useful in these episodes so I know how I can provide the most value I can to my listeners. And if you have topics that you want to know more about, I'd love to hear those as well. So shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. It's at the TheHopePedraza or visit my website, hopefulandwholesome.com. Thanks, y'all.